Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Our Golden Twenties. My name is Sadie, and I'm joined with Tegan. And today we are talking about something I don't think we've actually talked about on the podcast before, which is fashion. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we're like those lifestyle, like influencers is maybe a stretch, but you know, when it's like, (laughs) we just talk about life and then we throw in the odd fashion one and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. we're like, yeah, we're fashion girls too. That is what today's episode is all about. So obviously, you know, transitioning from summer to fall, we're going to talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about that. And then also just the basics of a capsule wardrobe, because I know that is super popular right now. And just like little style hacks. And also, Tegan and I will actually be in Nashville when you guys are listening to this for Tegan's Bachelorette. So I thought it would be super fun just at the end to add how to pack for a trip, knowing Mm. people are starting to travel again. So that is what we have in store for you guys today. Mm -hmm. I feel like you are definitely qualified to talk about fashion. I don't know that I am. Really? I think the opposite. (laughs) Okay. I feel like, okay, so I went to school for fashion business management and everyone's Mm -hmm. always like, oh, like you're a fashion person. And it's like, I like fashion, but I honestly would not consider myself a fashionable person. Like Mm -hmm. I'm somebody who I love to shop. Obviously you guys already know that about me and I will spend like money on clothes that I love, whatever. But when it comes to like actually piecing things together to have mm-hmm. like a super stylish outfit, I just can't really do it. People are like, mm-hmm. then why are we here listening to this episode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we can help each other just chat this through. Where Tag, yeah. I feel like you always have those like details that make every outfit you wear really stylish even if it's not like those like super like trendy statement pieces you always Mm. like bring something to every outfit that makes it very put together I feel like I just genuinely wear what makes me happy which 99% of the time is not fashionable but that's the life I lead (laughs) and I've just embraced that (laughs) I think that's so good I love that yeah if you were to see my outfit right now as we're recording I'm wearing cream corduroy (laughs) pants with a orange striped shirt I bought at garage I think eight years ago or something like that and I'm ready and I'm living my comfy life this is why I have to work in the arts Because then you can just wear whatever stupid thing you want to wear and it's like cool. (laughs) Oh my God, I love that. I'm literally wearing pajamas, but this is actually a really great point I wanted to make. And I feel Mm -hmm. like we can kind of pose a challenge out to you guys if you're still working from home and you find you're wearing pajamas all the time or just like your comfy lounge clothes a lot still. I think... Mm -hmm. um, as we kind of go through this, maybe just like think of how you can put together like outfits and whatnot for your work days because even working from home because it really like helps add to your productivity and just like boost your mood and whatnot. So I feel this is a classic example of right now I'm literally in my pajamas as we're recording (laughs) this, but I probably shouldn't be. So So, yeah. So Tag, do you have any like go-to outfits that you 
like find yourself wearing time and time again? Yeah, I kind of rock the same formula that's jeans and a t-shirt 99% of the time. And so like back when I started working, I had like three pairs of skinny jeans that I would cycle through. Now I don't own, Mm -hmm. actually I own one pair of skinny jeans, but uh, (laughs) so, and then it's just like a weird shirt or sweater or whatever, but I'm a big Mm -hmm. t-shirt person because my body temperature like fluctuates. If I'm running around doing crazy things, I get super hot. So then I'll throw on like a flannel or a cardigan or like a jean jacket. And then I wear like the same shoes every day. If it's the summer, I wear Birkenstocks. If it's like work or spring, autumn, I wear like my white Adidas shoes. And then in the winter, I wear just like little boots. And then uh, I kind of just rock that because it takes a lot of the decision making out of it, I'll say. Yeah, 100%. I'm also a huge like jeans and t-shirt type person and I feel like anytime I watch a movie and like you know I'm like a huge rom-com chick flick girl I feel like there's always a scene where the main character girl wears just like a basic tee and jeans and like she just has this very like girl next door vibe I feel Mm -hmm. like that is the vibe I want but anytime I see on other people it just looks so much more put together where when I put that on, I'm like, it literally looks like I'm just wearing jeans and a t-shirt. But I have found like the past year or so, I've started just like, now I have like a necklace I wear every single day. Mm-hmm. Actually, I have two that I rotate through. I like wear earrings every single day. If you know me, you know, I literally am always <laughs> wearing earrings because I feel naked without them. But it's even like adding rings or a belt or something like it just mm-hmm. like elevates kind of that basic jean or basic t-shirt and jeans look and makes it something you could wear literally every day. And like mm-hmm. you said, it could be a white t-shirt. It could be like a band t-shirt. It could be just like a sweater or something, but that is also my go-to outfit formula. Yeah. And I feel like working from home, I love like comfy mom jeans I, like, I swear if you get a good pair that fit you well, that you love, it's like just as comfy as wearing sweatpants, which is a bold statement, mm, but I stand that is by a bold it. Statement. I yeah. like my favorite pair is from Levi's and I literally wore them so much during quarantine. I ripped holes in both knees and then I ripped through like the butt thigh area because I would wear oh, them. Yeah so frequently and then I rebought them and yeah 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 they're so yeah good. I feel like jeans is something that is kind of hard like it's very personal to your body type what yeah you know style works on you and I feel like people are very insecure about maybe like their lower tummy area so they wear high-rise jeans to cover mm-hmm. it up or people are insecure about their thighs or whatever like I feel like buying jeans is a very like experiential like experience I was gonna say but mm-hmm. very personal experience but once you find a pair I am on the exact same page where I just buy them over and over again and like if yeah. they come in different washes I'll get the exact same style but in all the other colors or whatever, because that is, that's the key. Yeah. I don't have any Levi's, but I 
usually get my jeans from American Eagle, to be honest with you guys. And Mm. I just got their mom jeans this week, actually. And they're still kind of like made of their jagging material, which I find so Mm. comfy versus like my Zara mom jeans that are like really stiff. And anytime I sit down, like I stand up with a huge wedgie and it's just not very flattering. But I'm a huge fan of the American Eagle jeans. Yeah, I feel like... I've had a couple pairs of Levi's and I have had it. My problem is that no matter what type of jeans I wear, eventually I will rip the inner thighs because it's just like I have very strong, big thighs. That's just what life is. And so in the past, I used to get them repaired by Levi's because if you bring them to a Levi's store, they'll repair them. But I find that if there's too much like elastic, I guess, in the denim. It like doesn't become worth it because they just start to like lose their shape. So now I've kind of started to move towards more just like traditional denim. And I find the jeans just last a lot longer. I've also heard that apparently denim, like when it's made is like the dark blue. So if you get lighter washes, that just means they're distressed more. I don't know. And so it's worse for the environment and your jeans don't last as long. So I also try to lean more towards darker wash in hopes that Mm. they'll last me longer. Because like once you break in a pair of jeans, it's like shoes. You don't want to give them up because they're so comfy. Yeah, 100%. And you literally wear them until, yeah, there's holes in them because you're like, I refuse to throw these out. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think the other like go-to outfit I have is some sort of like t-shirt dress and a jacket and my t-shirt dress is actually more like tank top but it's like a you know cotton jersey kind of fabric Mm -hmm. so super casual but again you can like swap out what kind of jacket you have so if it's like a denim jacket it's a little more like you know just casual daytime look or you could do like a leather jacket and then it's like Mm -hmm. okay you know more like maybe an evening look, same with the shoes. So again, I think it can be dressed up or down, but it's another one that I go to when I'm like, I have no idea what to wear or the worst when it's like, I know where, or I'm going out, but I don't know the vibe of where I'm going. Like, I don't Mm. know what my friend is going to wear. So it's like that good middle ground of can be dressed up or dressed down. Yeah, I feel that it's really good to have like a couple staple pieces. Like I'm thinking if I say work all day from home, I'll be rocking just like jeans and a t-shirt. And then if I want to go out, I can just throw on a blazer or throw on Mm -hmm. like a jean jacket if I want to rock a Canadian tuxedo. And (laughs) it feels to me... Like, oh, you're putting in a conscious effort to like get ready to go out. But it's literally just like putting on one extra item that doesn't even have to be that expensive. Yeah. I feel that way about dresses too, where people are like, oh, you're wearing a dress. Like Mm -hmm. for some reason, that's more effort than choosing two pieces of clothing that work together in an outfit. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's actually lower effort, but for some reason it just feels more put together when you wear a dress. So I don't know. Yeah. Very bizarre. Mm -hmm. But I think we've talked a bit about like how many micro decisions we have to like make in a day. If it's, you know, Mm -hmm. 
what we're going to wear, what we're going to eat, whatever. And it can like really add up to like, you know, stress or anxiety on top of all the other things we have going on in our lives in our 20s. So I feel like it was a good idea to like start this episode with those go-to outfit formulas and just as a listener, maybe think through what your go-to outfit formulas are because I'm sure you have them if you know it or not. And then having these go-tos is really just a great way to get rid of some of those micro decisions in your day. You know, like if you don't need to think about what you're going to wear for an hour every morning, then you're way more Mm -hmm. likely to actually get dressed. Or, you know, if you're invited out and you start stressing about what you're going to wear, like if you have some just like go-to outfits that are flattering and like make you happy, then, you know, it just makes things a lot easier. So definitely something to think about. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I feel like something else that makes everyone's wardrobe easier is having a wardrobe of good staple and basic items. And I feel like the whole idea of a capsule wardrobe has been extremely popular the past few years. Mm -hmm. And for anybody who doesn't really know, like a capsule wardrobe is essentially what I just said. So it's when you really invest in good staples and just like wardrobe basics that are timeless in classic styles. So they're styles that you can mix and match and wear with, you know, one another and get a whole bunch of different outfits from just a handful of items. It's also really good because it's a lot more like environmentally friendly when you're investing in like good quality pieces rather than, you know, those quick one-time wears from Zara and H&M. So it's, more environmentally friendly, obviously, but also even economically friendly. Yeah, I feel like you've seen, like, I feel like especially for me, in the time I've been on TikTok, I've seen like eight different full wardrobe sort of change trends come and Mm. go. And so I feel like it's easy, especially like when you're younger and you're trying to kind of figure out your personal style to be like, okay, I'm going to dress up this way. I need a whole, whole new wardrobe, obviously, you can't afford a whole new wardrobe unless you're buying from places like Shein and Zara. And then when inevitably this style goes out of trend and, or out of style in like two months, you're stuck with like a wardrobe full of cheap clothes yeah, and you have to do it all again. Whereas if you have the basics and then you can kind of swap out the trends here and there but you're not having to buy like a full new wardrobe because this month you want to dress like a visco girl, but then next month you want to dress like you're in the seventies and then, you know. Mm -hmm. 100%. And I think like, that's it bang on. And like the biggest thing for me is just like the environmental impact too. Like I just hate it. Like if you literally, I think there's a lot of things in social media right now that like really contribute obviously to like consumerism and like overbuying and like Mm -hmm. fashion influencers is one of them where you know people can't be seen wearing the same outfit twice on social media like I do not believe in that at all Mm -hmm. like I feel we are shameless outfit repeaters because it's just (laughs) not sustainable to wear something different every single day you know what I mean and to tap into all those trends and for your whole wardrobe just to be seasonally relevant like items and then once it's done you basically just 
throw them out and they sit in a landfill while you restock your wardrobe for another season. Like it just yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I've seen people do capsule wardrobes for seasons, but mm. I think they're really so like spring and summer versus fall and winter but I feel like a lot of the pieces are the same regardless of the season like a basic Mm -hmm. is a basic so I think like a year-round capsule wardrobe is a great place to start and Tag actually you said how you know I felt that urge to just like totally reinvent my wardrobe and just be Mm -hmm. like I'm gonna emerge out of this pandemic a totally new woman (laughs) you know I want to like wow all my friends with my outfits and the place that I always like to start is just like okay well let's look at your basics because you can make so many different outfits with those invest in those make sure those are like you know looking good and in good shape and then Mm -hmm. you can think about some of those trendier pieces but it all starts with the basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like once you, like, I feel like when I was in high school, I would be just buying like things that were like trendy or interesting to me. And then it was like, as I got older, I started investing into pieces that I guess like could be part of a capsule wardrobe or like these basic staples And then Mm -hmm. those are the things that without even thinking about it, like you wear the most, like investing in a good pair of just like plain black boots, Mm -hmm. like you wear those every day more so than if you were to get like really trendy, crazy boots that are only going to match 1% of your outfit. So you wear them like three times a season. Exactly. if you think about the things that you're buying as breaking them down, the price into like how often you'll wear them and how much Mm -hmm. wear you'll get out of them. Like something say from H and M a really funky shirt from H and M. I sound like I'm 80 years old. Uh, Say (laughs) it's really cheap, but then it's going to get a hole in it after four washes. Well, that's not that cheap. If you're going to buy, you know, a basic that's maybe going to be a little more expensive, but that you can wear for the next 10 years. Yeah. Exactly. And I think about like, I'm just kind of coming full circle. So I've mentioned before that I used to work at anthropology and obviously Mm -hmm. everybody knows anthro is extremely pricey, but I started working there seven years ago when Mm -hmm. I first moved to Toronto and I still have clothes from there that Mm -hmm. I got in my first year of working there. Like the things I've had to throw throw out were because they didn't fit anymore, not because the quality was sacrificing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yes, they're more expensive than H&M. And obviously while I was working there, I had a discount. So that enabled me to buy the clothes. Right now it is obviously more of like a, I guess, privileged to be able to afford those things. But if you Mm -hmm. really think about it, buying, like you said, like a blouse from H&M for $20 versus a blouse from Anthro for $80 Mm -hmm. or however much it is, like I've literally had my blouses from Anthro for seven years and they look brand new, you know, Mm -hmm. mine, never mind the H&M blouse that, yeah, would get a hole within a few washes. So I think looking at the price per wear is like such a good idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think some of those capsule wardrobe pieces or things that you could consider investing in 
obviously I like to start with like basic teas. We already talked mm-hmm. about how we're big tea girls. So a white tea, you know, I think white teas are easily stained even just from like sweat and whatever. Yeah. So I wouldn't say like invest in those, mm-hmm. but have them, you know, on hand and same with a black or a gray tea. Mm-hmm. I have a soft spot for gray tea. So I had to include that. <laughs> Also, like, basic sweaters. I think just, like, classic colors, like a navy blue or, again, a black or a gray sweater. Like, you can Mm -hmm. style that with so many different things. If it's skirts, you know, a trouser or, like, a jean. Like, so many different ways you can wear sweaters. Mm -hmm. Also, typically, like, capsule wardrobes have some sort of striped top. If it's, Mm -hmm. like, a long sleeve, if it's a short sleeve, it's just, like, a very... In my mind, it's very, like, Parisian, so it'll yeah, always be in she, style. <laughs> yeah. I love stripes. Like, I, the people yeah. I work with, I wear stripes probably five days a week. Mm, Horizontal stripes, stripes right now. <laughs> which is a faux pas, apparently. But I, I don't know why. Some of them I have that are, like, the blue with white. Like, they have that Parisian vibe. But a lot yeah. of mine are more, like, I feel like 60s and 70s toned. I don't know. Mm. I just love my stripes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, like you said, just find what you love and wear Mm -hmm. it, like whatever makes you happy. But also take comfort knowing striped tops are part of a capsule wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) My capsule wardrobe is only striped tops. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Love it. We can get behind that. (laughs) On a little bit more of, I guess, a fancier note or like, you know, less casual than a striped top is Mm -hmm. like a white Oxford button up shirt. Like so many different ways you can wear that. If it's under a sweater and you have the collar poking out, if it's just, mm-hmm. you know, as a white button up shirt, um, that is often part of a capsule wardrobe, wardrobe, sorry. Same with like a chambray or denim shirt. So we mm-hmm. already talked about that Canadian tuxedo. Another classic look, regardless if you're Canadian or not. We're <laughs> 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 just like pushing canadianism on people through this podcast no just kidding blazers leather jackets you know denim Mm -hmm. pants like we've already talked about those things but those are all capsule wardrobe basics a little black dress so kind of going back to that idea of a t-shirt dress you know if it's black if it's long if it's short like so many different ways you can wear that to dress it up or down but these are all ideas on the clothing side We can also get into like jackets and shoes, Mm -hmm. like a trench coat, white sneakers, nude pumps, like all of this is things you can, like we said, mix and match and create Mm -hmm. infinite outfits with. And it's really just with a handful of items. Yeah. I feel like this is like a perfect example of the people you see in your life who look put together they probably mm-hmm. have a wardrobe that looks very similar to that. And then they mix yeah. and match between like these staple pieces. Yeah. And when you're investing in good quality staples, like mm-hmm. I feel like maybe it's just because I'm a bit of a snob, I guess, on certain things. <laughs> but like you can see when something's more quality. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you can sure. see when a blazer's from – Aritzia and you know was probably going to last a few years over the blazer from Zara that is only going to last the season or whatever Mm -hmm. so I feel like that also 
is like why those people who have the basics always look a little more elevated is just because they invest in those basics rather than like the fast fashion. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So if this piques your interest and you're like, okay, I'm sold. I want to, you know, (laughs) transfer to a capsule wardrobe or start looking into that. I honestly feel like I learned about a capsule wardrobe from Pinterest. So mm-hmm. you can just search that on Pinterest and it'll you can only imagine the types of things that come up. You get like articles, you mm-hmm. get like infographics with like visuals of what all these things look like, but it gives you a really great idea of what all you would kind of need, I guess, to get mm-hmm. started or at least things to think about the next time you're at the mall shopping around. Mhm. Yeah, I love that. Pinterest, Yeah, we're big fans of, obviously. I feel like no matter how specific your taste is, it just knows exactly what to recommend you. Yeah, like I searched in Pinterest, so we're going to Nashville for Tegan's Bachelorette mm-hmm. and in literally a few days. So we're there right now as you're listening to this, but <laughs> I searched on Pinterest like Nashville outfits or yeah. like what to wear in Nashville because you can literally get that specific and then it's Mm -hmm. like okay here's all these ideas and now I'm like okay great like what do I have in my wardrobe to recreate these outfits you know and it's a great place to get inspiration. I've seen things on Pinterest that are what to wear for a weekend in Toronto. Yeah so cute. (laughs) Like, that's the life I lead. Let us know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I should dress like that every day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I think, like, I'm obviously a huge – we're both huge Pinterest people. But I'll save – so if I see that and it's, like, what to wear in Toronto, I and I love it, I'll save it. And then Mm -hmm. anytime anybody asks me to do anything, like, it's as simple as Tegan being, like, hey, want to come over on Saturday? Or, like, hey, Mm want to grab dinner? Tuesday night literally I go yes and then I go what am I going to wear and (laughs) like my brain starts going off you know so I feel like having these ideas saved on Pinterest as soon as I know what I'm doing and where I'm going I open my Pinterest board of outfit ideas and I scroll through it until I see something that fits the occasion and then Mm -hmm. again shop my closet to put together something for that occasion like I don't know if that's normal, but that's literally how my brain works. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. People are like, no, that's not normal. You're just chaotic and (laughs) you need help. Oh man. And we're still not sponsored by Pinterest. So like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. That's (laughs) our biggest fans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But I think when it comes to how to style an outfit, like obviously Pinterest is great for inspiration, but Mm. I also thought just to reinforce what you said at the very beginning of this episode tag, where it's find what you like and what makes you happy and just wear that. I feel like, especially in 2021, like you're seeing styles from the seventies, you're seeing styles from the nineties, you're seeing styles from like the early two thousands. It's like, nobody cares anymore. Like it's a hodgepodge of Mm -hmm. all of the past decades and people are literally just wearing whatever makes them happy. So you should too. Yeah. And I feel like it's, if you've stopped trying to dress like how other people are looking and try to dress like for what works for you, you'll be like so Mm -hmm. much happier. Like I remember growing up in the world of low rise jeans 
And oh I was like, I don't understand because these jeans and I used to be a skinny little lady and these <laughs> jeans just did not work on me. And I was like, I don't understand because I'm skinny and it still looks yeah. awful. And now yeah. growing up, I realized like I have hip dips, which is a completely normal thing. Mm. And it's genetic. So nothing you can mm-hmm. do can change it. And I'm like, that's why it looked so awful because they would sit oh my in goodness. my hip dips. But yeah. So now it's like, I know I can't wear low rise jeans because it makes yeah. me uncomfortable. My body's not shaped that way. Not only from like yeah. a perspective of I think it doesn't look good on me but from a literal comfort level of it like digging into me yeah so once you get past that like I feel like it can be helpful to try and find like style inspirations who have kind of a similar body type to you and Mm -hmm. kind of going from there and not just being like well Kim Kardashian wore that so I'm gonna wear that Mm -hmm. like you have to kind of adapt and figure out what works for you and then it makes your life so much better totally and I think on top of body types is like we all have I'm pretty sure anyway we all have some sort of physical insecurity you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so if it's your hip dips I'm not saying that's one of your insecurities but maybe it is or Mm -hmm. if it's like we were saying earlier your thighs or your lower tummy areas one for Mm -hmm. me or your arms. I know a lot of people are self-conscious of their arms. Like that is also personal where it's, you want to make sure, you know, you're wearing whatever you're comfortable in. And there's probably also things that you love about your body that you probably want to dress. So those things are, you know, the main part of your outfit or like accentuated in your outfit where your Mm. insecurities are minimized in your outfit, you know? So yeah, it's, Definitely not a one size fits all mm-hmm. approach, but finding what works for you and what makes you feel happy and confident is the ultimate goal. Yeah. Another thing that I feel like you'll notice in people who look really put together. And the difference between someone who like rolled out of bed and put on jeans and a t-shirt and someone who looks together in jeans and a t-shirt is kind of how they styled it with like what their hair Mm -hmm. looks like. Is their makeup done? Are they wearing jewelry? You -hmm. know, like what kind of shoes are they wearing? What kind of, are they wearing a belt with it? Like the little details I feel like can make a big difference. Like if you are wearing jeans and a t-shirt and you are wearing no jewelry and your hair is greasy and in like a ponytail that you threw in, Mm-hmm. like you're going to look less put together than someone who is like decked out in yeah. thought out pieces. Yeah. 100%. I think that's a great like tip is if you want to look put together and styled, then you need to put some effort into styling that outfit. Like that's <laughs> yeah. where, yeah, that's where I honestly drop the ball every single time. Like I'm like, mm. what do you mean? I can't just put on this blouse and jeans and call it a day, but it is a good reminder. It's also like a reminder to buy those things. Like I went years without a belt. Like I didn't Mm. even think about it. And now when I put a belt on, I'm like, wow, like, you know, it's not really a functional belt. It's more so just to like, look like that extra piece that completes the outfit or the jewelry, you know, like, 
again, one necklace is all it took to make my white t-shirt look totally different. Yeah, I'm the exact same where I am so lazy. And so Mm -hmm. I bought earrings that I can sleep in. And they're little like sleeper hoops because if I don't, I will forget to wear earrings for like Mm -hmm. six months at a time. And it's a disaster because then like I can't get (laughs) earrings in the next time. No. So now it's just like I know this about myself. These things are not a priority in my mind first thing in the morning. So I have like a necklace that I can go to and wear every single day that goes with everything. I have my earrings that I sleep in that are just simple little hoops. And then if I want to elevate it past that point, you know, you can take them out, swap it out. Mm -hmm. But you kind of have that staple and same that I have like an everyday belt. And then I have other belts if I want to go crazy and try and switch it out. But I have the staples like we've been saying that if I don't have the mental energy, I can just Mm -hmm. go with that and know it'll work. Yeah. You have those go-to basics. That's so good. The last kind of thing that came to mind on how to style an outfit, something that I feel I learned at Anthro in like styling people, especially because Anthro's very like whimsical patterns and stuff Mm -hmm is like to find a statement piece and then kind of work around that. So if it's like Mm. a really interesting printed pant, then, you know, try to find a court, like a print that kind of works with that, you know, like print matching is like a totally different ball game or maybe (laughs) it's just like a basic top. So the pants can stand out or if it's, you know, opposite where it's like a really printed pretty blouse, then maybe just go with something basic on the bottom and then just kind of like build your outfit around that one piece. And another thing that they always had at Anthro was it's always all about the third layer. So if somebody comes out and just jeans and a t-shirt, find a third layer to suggest to them if it's a jacket or, you know, kimono, some sort of like over like over piece, I wanted to say, I don't know if that's the right word or a third layer could also be a necklace and like just something else. Like your outfit should always have kind of three pieces to it minimum. Mm. I love that. Yeah. So again, just some like food for thought. We're like, I don't know. I'm just feeling so inspired these days with like going out a little bit more, like obviously in a safe and responsible way, but I'm just like so excited to put outfits together again where I'm like mm-hmm. living right now. I'm loving this chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been watching so many people on TikTok. Like I have a couple of fashion people that I follow and I feel like their vibes mm-hmm. are all very different. But I just love watching the way people put together outfits because I feel like yeah. it's kind of you can justify anything if it's making you happy and comfy like go for it especially during like new york fashion week like some of these outfits i was like this is the weirdest outfit i've ever seen and i love it and i'm living for this and i love that i just feel like especially like you were saying before with tiktok and everything like fashion so out there this is your chance to kind of like really dress how you want to Yes, I love that. Okay, kind of on that topic of just people wearing whatever they want and being here for it, 
I just started following this Instagram account called Watching New York. Okay, mm. basically I'm following an Instagram account because I'm not on TikTok like Tegan. I'm not cool enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the millennial half of this podcast. Tegan's the Gen Z half, even though we're like the same year. Same whatever. age. Anyways, <laughs> You're younger than me, technically. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, all of this is to say, if you're not on TikTok, you don't need to miss out. You need to follow Watching New York on Instagram. And basically, okay, so their bio says, this is a photo project dedicated to what I consider fashion on the streets of New York, all candidates of real life NYC street style. So it's literally just people in New York, which we already know are fabulous and extremely like, like goals all around. They're just like wearing, (laughs) literally you'll see like the most random outfits Mm-hmm. and be like why does this work or like could I ever yeah. pull that off absolutely not but this person is killing it and it's just yeah. like so great and it's also just people living their lives wearing whatever the heck they want to wear so it's mm-hmm. like even if what they're wearing isn't something I would wear it empowers you to wear the heck wear whatever the heck you want to wear you know yeah. I love it so much yeah and it's all like shot like street styles so it's like paparazzi pictures of celebrities but these are just like normal people I don't know I love it (laughs) I feel like if people were to be like what is your favorite Instagram account right now that would be it that's how much I love it wow so now that I've hyped it up go give it a follow (laughs) yeah (laughs) again not sponsored (laughs) yeah so like we mentioned we are both packing or packed for a trip to Nashville. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as soon as you're going on a trip, you obviously start planning your activities that you're going to do while you're there. Mm -hmm. And then you start thinking about what you're going to pack and what you're going to wear while you're there. So I feel like Tag, we have nailed how to pack for a trip. And I feel (laughs) like it would be a disservice if we didn't share the information Mm -hmm. with everyone else. It's our, what's the word? Like we need to get this word out. It's our our civic duty to the people. Yes, literally <laughs> it is. So do you want to tell people how you pack for a trip? Yeah. So I am a very, I want to say like practical person. Like as much as mm-hmm. I would like to be the girl who's extra and wearing heels and like this crazy outfit, I'm a realist and I understand that like, if I'm going to be walking 10 kilometers, that's not going to be the life that I live. Yeah. And so it kind of starts from there and picking things that work. Like when I was going to Hawaii, I would love to be like in the cutest little skimpiest bikini, but I have to pack a one piece because I want to go surfing. And I know that I will be nude on the beach if I don't. And so I think (laughs) if you start from that angle and start packing and filling up space with the stuff that you know you need to bring. So if you are doing Mm -hmm. a hike, bring shorts that you can hike in and see how much room that takes up. And then the room Mm -hmm. that's left over, that's where you can kind of fill up with the fancier fun pieces, the like crazy dress you want to wear that one night or the Mm -hmm. cool shoes that you know you're only going to wear to brunch that one morning, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like the key thing here is planning your outfits and matching it to an activity you're actually going to do on the trip. So like you're saying, if you know you're going on a hike, like, or you're hiking multiple times on that trip, like make sure that's what you're packing. And for me, I always literally try on 
the outfits I plan on wearing together prior mm. to packing it. So I know mm-hmm. what shirt I'm going to wear with what jeans or with what pants and I'll make my outfits that way. And then I'll take pictures of those outfits. So it's all on my camera roll. So I just literally pack those things in my packing cubes, which I will talk about in a minute because I am a huge (laughs) fan of packing cubes. And I'm just packing the things that I need essentially for what I'm going to do on the trip. So it is very practical, but it avoids like having three suitcases because you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to feel like wearing that day. Like you already put thought into it. You already planned it out. And now you literally just need to open your camera roll, remember what you packed and find those items in your suitcase. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not like rooting through your suitcase or eating up time in your trip, trying to decide what you're going to wear. It's already, it's already been done. Yeah. And I feel like when you just start throwing things in a suitcase, that's where you get into trouble. Like when you're not planning outfits for activities and you're just like, oh, I like this shirt. I'll throw it in. That's when you forget things and you show up and you're like, I packed eight shirts and didn't pack a single pair of pants. Like Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So true. And I don't know if you guys, you probably do, especially if you're Toronto-based. We probably all follow Allegra Shaw on Instagram or watch her YouTube videos. And I just love her so much these days. So she, when she went to New York Fashion Week recently, Mm. she did like a little how it started versus how it's going. And she posted the picture on her stories of basically planning her outfit in her apartment Mm. when she's, you know, not done up. Yeah. The picture she took to remember what outfit she packed, she posted that and then she posted like her really, you know, professional street style like posed photo where she's all done up wearing that same outfit as a mm-hmm. how it started, how it's going. I love and I that. just loved that so much. Yeah. yeah, and I was like I'm so glad that other people pack this way too because it really mm-hmm. is a game changer. And people were messaging her being like, what app do you use to organize like the pictures of your outfits before you go on a trip? Yeah. And she's like, guys, it's literally my camera roll. Like yeah. I just create an <laughs> album being like New York trip, yeah. save my photos there. And then I know what I have planned and it's easy to reference on the trip. Mm. And I was just like, yes, Allegra, you tell them girl, like <laughs> this is the way. Yeah. I love that. Okay, and then quickly going back to the packing cubes. So packing cubes are literally a game changer. And I think, Teg, you use packing cubes too, right? Yes, I do. I think you had yours. Yeah, I think I got them for Hawaii because mine are Hawaii themed. (laughs) Okay, yeah. And I remember you offered, yeah, you offered them to me, I think, for my Bali trip. And I was like girl, I'm going to get my own because apparently these are amazing. And I ended up getting some for Christmas that year. Yeah. And I've never gone back since. Like even for a weekend getaway bag, like just an overnight trip, I will still use my packing cubes because it just like saves so much space. Like it condenses everything, sucks the arrow, you know, makes everything squished into like this one little tiny cube. Yeah. And then the rest of your bag is like, you know, free for you to shop when you're at your destination or you can put in your shoes and you can now have space for an extra pair of shoes or whatever it is. So 10 out of 10 recommend. 
And I feel like it makes it so much easier when you're at your destination because it's not like I used to be like have a nice organized suitcase. But then as soon as you start pulling things out, it's just a big jumbled mess and you don't know where anything is. Where now it's like, I want this pair of jeans. I pull it out. Maybe your jeans packing cubes a little messed up, but everything else is still in place. And yeah, I love it. I have like a travel like toiletries bag as well that I use that Mm. you can hang off a hanger that is also amazing. And I'm just all about now I keep all of the like dust bags that like shoes and jewelry come in and I use those also. So I'll use my packing cubes and then like I put all my belts in a dust bag and I'll put shoes in and then it's just Mm -hmm. so much easier. Yeah. And like you said, it keeps everything together like how you choose to organize it is up to you like sometimes I'll have like a shirt packing cube a bottoms packing cube other times Mm -hmm. I'll like put day outfits together versus night outfits in a different packing cube like whatever system works and then I also have started keeping those bags so it's like my jewelry is you know all in one spot when I go to travel or my shoes are you know not getting everything dirty like they have their own bag like Seriously, yeah. such a game changer. Yeah. Yeah, so good. And it might sound basic, but I've seen so many people <laughs> pack and I'm like, what did you even like what did you do here? Like <laughs> you <laughs> did, did you it do wrong. That? Like yeah. yeah. Like, why did you do this to yourself? But <laughs> are you, Sadie, a person who unpacks all your stuff, or do you just live out of the suitcase? It depends how long I'm there and like what my options are. So Mm -hmm. if it's just like one or two nights, I don't typically unpack. But if I'm there longer than that and there's like a dresser, Mm. I would love to like unpack and stay, like feel like I'm staying forever. (laughs) But it really depends. Yeah. Yeah. Like in Bali, we, I was there for a week and we had like this really big closet. So I hung all my stuff Mm-hmm. And half of it, and my roommate used the other half. I think there were drawers too. I put stuff in, so I was yeah. like, "I'm here," you know. And it makes it easier where you can see everything all, like, out. But, yeah, yeah. What about you? I'm a, the same. I'm usually an unpacker because I get stressed that my clothes will get wrinkled if they stay in my suitcase. Oh my gosh, so, I hate yeah. wrinkles. I relate yeah. to that. So I hate ironing too. So I'm like, just get it out of there and hang it up. And yeah. I'm a big like shower, put it in the bathroom when you shower and the steam yeah. will make it we'll work. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm usually an unpacker because I also just like pack, I feel like so much and everything's in compartments. So then I like to take the mm-hmm. compartments out and then I can see them. And I'm, I'm like a visual person that I need to see everything because I'm like a baby with object permanence where if I can't see it I forget it exists so it needs to be like in front of my face well hey that is good self-awareness you know you know that about yourself now you know how to work with it I love it yep exactly I thought you were gonna ask me if I'm the type of person who unpacks as soon as I get home or if it sits and waits that's a good question too it is and people are gonna be like this girl's literally crazy because I'm the type of person who unpacks immediately. As soon as I'm mm-hmm. in the door, I take my bag to my bedroom and I unpack it because, mm-hmm. and I know that's unpopular, but it just <laughs> stresses me out. Like I can't settle in 
and be home if there's already a growing list of things to do, starting with unpacking. Like, I just can't. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm the opposite where that's what Tyrell does. And now it's getting to the point where he unpacks for me because he's like, oh gosh, I'm done with this. But, that's going to be me and my yeah. relationship. <laughs> but I'm like, because I have no object permanence, if I don't see it, it's not an issue for me. <laughs> so that's it's so fun. funny. Yeah, um, even like my makeup bag, I'm like, this needs to be unpacked immediately and put back mm-hmm. in my medicine cabinet. I can't go the week just pulling my makeup out when I need it. Like, mm-hmm. no, it needs <laughs> it needs yeah. to be put away immediately. Yeah, that's like Chrissy Teigen. She says that she unpacks her purse as soon as she gets in the house. Now, pre- presumably, mm-hmm. she changes her purse with each outfit, yeah. which is why. But she was like, I can't stand like lint in my purse or like receipts or anything. So she's like, I take my wallet out and put it in its place. And then my purse is just my purse and I have to repack it if I pick that purse to go with my outfit. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not like that. My purse, mainly because I use the same purse. Yeah, that's me too. She probably has like a million purses. Yeah. Yeah. My purse is like literally my dumping grounds. Like... It's one of those things where it's like, if you need it, I probably have it if I have my purse. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So funny. I feel this is a very telling episode of the type of people mm-hmm. we are. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. It's like fashion, I feel, is like such an indication of the type of person you are. So you want to make yeah. sure you're like putting thought and like making sure it's an accurate representation of who you are or who you are aspiring to be. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, guys. So I thought let's end it on this little October challenge that I have already talked about. But this is if you're working on your monthly goals still, I feel this could be a really great monthly goal. So if you are still working from home and you find you are still wearing pajamas most days or those really comfy lounge you know, outfits, leggings, whatever it is, we challenge you to put together an outfit and wear actual clothes two to three days a week. And this is every week for the month of October. And just see on those days if it boosts your productivity, if it puts you in a better mood, if it encourages you to leave the house because, you know, you're dressed. So why not take that walk you know, why not go to Starbucks or whatever it is, just see how it impacts you and your mental health, because it's been a game changer for, I think, both of us. Mm -hmm. And it's really not like a huge undertaking. Like we're just asking you to put on clothes (laughs) (laughs) and it's a game changer. So that is our challenge to you guys. Great. I think that's where we're going to leave it. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We put out a new episode every single Tuesday. So make sure you follow and are subscribed to us so that you see when those new episodes drop. We are on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Spotify, Pinterest, at our golden twenties. If you want to see what we're doing the rest of the week 
And we are also on Patreon, which is the best way to show your support for the podcast for as little as $2. We try to put additional content there, as well as we always drop the episodes early there. So that is everything. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next Tuesday.